Welcome, hangover havers and headache hammers, hydrating homies and nausea nursing numbskulls to another party of repercussions uh, filled episode of Deadman Roll No Crits. This is your GM Patrick here trying to keep it down a little and closing the blinds as we experience the end-all, be-all of sobering morning afters this week. Joining me in popping Tylenol and downing Bloody Marys are my four friends and your players, Jabert, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Howdy, folks. Hey, hey, hey. Howdy, folks. Welcome. I like Bloody Marys. I don't know about you guys, but... It's a a solid... solid, My uh, my wife is more of a uh, champagne and OJ kind of... Oh uh, yeah, mimosa. That's we, the, the, we we did a mimosa the, the, flight the other day. Uh, it was like five or six different mimosas, and they were great. The mimosa is just a pinky out screwdriver. Come on. <laughs> the, 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 I, I, like, I'm not saying I don't like them. There was like, a, like it's not like a, it's not a it's not a screwdriver. It's a mimosa, and it's like all right. <laughs> well, there's no vodka, but yeah, I, I guess yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a new beverage I just made. It's called a orange juice vodka sucker. <laughs> that's that's a Michael Scott original. Child uh, safe screwdriver, like like vodka and champagne and orange juice. I'm sure that would be <laughs> wonderful. You know, I th- these are two light drinks for me. I want um, ethanol and orange juice. <laughs> I, I want some rubbing alcohol <laughs> and OJ, please. I, I want the uh, the enamel to peel off my teeth. That's, what they, call, that's what they call the breakfast oh of champions. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what Kervonka was writing about. Guys, uh, we we are coming close here to the end now of book four of Skilling Shackles, The Isle of Empty Eyes, which I knew we were going to spend a lot of time on. I didn't know we were going to spend this much time on it, but it's got a lot of parts. It's got a lot of moving parts of exploring the island and then getting ready for the, the party and I've added in some little side quest things here and there and enhanced some of the plots. And I actually had plans to even do more. And I'm just like, no, we got to get back to the sea. <laughs> we got to get, get off this island. <laughs> but the end of most of the books is like, well, what if they wanted to spend more time adventuring on the <laughs> island? And he has some like plot <laughs> threads he can pull. And I was like, oh, maybe we'll do one of those <laughs> now. You know, pirates, they love to be on the shore. They love staying in one place. That's the uh, thing about pirates. Rebecca, Always, never, never go in other places. They do love to bury their treasure under large X's on shore. They're not doing that on the ocean. Mm, I mean, that's, that's like, true, but they don't hang out with the treasure yeah, no, that leave. is buried. <laughs> they leave. <laughs> yeah, they bury the treasure and then they just like sit there. And they <laughs> they come back to it. it every once in a while. I did it. Or they go um, down and someone finds their pirate map and then... There's an adventure, and the, it's the time for the Goonies down here. Down here, it's our time. <laughs> Speaking uh, of hangovers, just real quick, I was reminded the last time I was out at the grocery store where we have they have like a big like liquor store attached on the side. They had up at the front counter, I guess it was like a Shark Tank thing. It, it's like this anti-hangover, oh. like like sober up concoction that oh, they're selling yeah, like bottles of you're talking about yeah they're like seven dollars and i'm like is that for a six pack they're like no for one drink i'm like That's... what <laughs> I, I mean what exactly is a hangover because growing up i thought it was like oh that's like the headache you get the morning after drinking but looking it's later it's the... like 
it's being like still drunk in the morning. Like the uh, alcohol is still in your system. Specifically, it's it's dehydration. Um, mm. it, it is a large part of it, which is why drinking water is helpful. But hangovers tend to be worse it, the more sugary the drinks are. Mm. So and and that's so because they tend they tend to dehydrate you further. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and upset your tummy. That's my problem. Yeah. That's why I don't drink oh. sweet drinks. We we can't go back to talking about tummy shames. <laughs> no, Alaris has done enough retching on this podcast. We don't need to do more. Go back to this was episodes again. Look, I think it was like book two or something. Like this was the retch cast. Like when we were on that the other island where the Arby's mm-hmm, was. Mm-hmm. R Arby's, yes. Yeah, R- the Arby's. The R Arby's. Pirates' favorite. Cast that was a while ago. <laughs> yes, yes, we're rapidly approaching year three of the podcast and don't have much do much more but we're more than just about two-thirds of the way through skull and shackles so let's get back into it this week's episode starts as fires are being put out and the the slippery alchemist known as the eel captured we we watch as some of the, the delegates of the pirate council come out to the dock still weak from being ill now not very inebriated, a lot of the alcohol purged from their system, but Avamar Sornatch wasn't puking. He's he's drunk and beaten up and no longer in werewolf form. Propped up by two of his shipmates, he calls out, Me vessel! <laughs> it's still in flames and crews are, are trying to douse them. As, I'd like as to I'd like to submit a correction. He doesn't have shipmates anymore. <laughs> his good friends <laughs> island <laughs> friends Best bird friend. ship friends well the, the ships are not sunk they're just on fire they're getting doused to these flames as you guys are carting the eel off and yeah um, oh whoops I set off this other bomb in uh, in the hole while I was trying to oh, help no. put out the fire <laughs> They just he whoops. put so many bombs on your ship for whatever oh reason. man I don't know oh, here's another one and some of the bombs look like a bronze dragon breath weapon. I don't know why, but uh, no, Candoso. I guess you could still be in in uh, dragon form for a little bit if you want to bring. Do you want to bring the eel to the the brig of the Tidebreaker? Let's bring the eel, baby. You've also got the Ratman Fargo veteran there, if you remember your other prisoner. Yeah, Fargo. Uh, and Tess Fairwind will will join you guys as you bring him over and open up the soggy breaches of your lower hole and and drop him in when, when that, you was guys, my, that was my nickname in college soggy breaches soggy breaches <laughs> yeah soggy i mean it, it happens all he has to do is happen one time and you got a nickname <laughs> for four years <laughs> but here we go here comes old soggy no, breaches no sb <laughs> what's the weather like down there oh <sighs> overcast chance of flooding get can you guys make me a perception check as you drop the kitties off at the pool oh my goodness really i'm sorry i make i, I did say uh probably you have be those a, soggy breaches after all a, a roll light episode hey let's enough real strong goodness. here a, a two a three a four but candoso perhaps Whee! is the the dragon droppingest you what? see perhaps a look of shock a little bit of recognition recognition on Fargo's face when he see, sees who you're bringing in next to him. <gasps> Fargo, I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I'm surprised. I'm 
Do you know the eel? You guys Whoa. go way back? Whoa, what? Who is this? Oh, you know who this is, I think. And I say, and I, I, I point at him for emphasis. I said, yeah. Oh, you didn't think we knew about this one. Uh, okay. But we uh, do. The eel's like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Can, can uh, someone remind uh, me who Fargo is? I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember who Fargo is. Fargo Vitrin? It's the, it's, the Yosoki, it's the Yosoki rum runner who we went out and caught uh, so we could steal the barrels. He's actually uh, a man. A human. But oh. he, he's a were-rat. Oh. oh, wow. Yeah, it's very different from Yosoki. Yeah, very. So, there you go. Probably doesn't have cheek pouches. Probably doesn't. Well, do you we have cheek check. pouches, Seth? <laughs> Not in how human much, form. How much can you chipmunk? <laughs> I, I have cheap out, which is great. Have, could you? Could you? Have any of y'all had a hamster? As a kid, my my wife has lots of hamster stories. There's <laughs> <laughs> lots of things to say about. Hamsters. I don't have any hamster <laughs> stories. I can say that I had a hamster, and he, I I was like concerned for his well being with the amount of food he put in his face at what at like at, at many intervals. I was just like, how is how are you not injured from this? Can, can we can we uh, reflavor this individual as a were hamster? Yeah, were hamster, a were rat, oh, a were varmint, perhaps. Yes. The art is very rat like, I will say. Lots of were creatures in this book, huh? We can use uh, our yeah. imagination. Two hundred percent increase. Uh, so many were creatures, we don't have to ask where they are. <laughs> uh, Tessa Fairwind uh, looks down and is like, you all think about what you've done. Captain Cassius, I'm sorry to say the party might be over. Um, I guess you can ha- finish putting out the flames, but maybe tell, tell your crew, get some sleep if they'd like. But if you all want to join me, I think it's time we talk to these two spies you've caught in your web. Fine. Um, sh- she'll close the hatch to the... Uh, the the bottom of the ship. What's that called? Hatch. The, the sounds good. Boat, word escapes boat, me. I think boat, they call boat. it. I think they call Billows? it dumper. Bill. Bilges. That's the word. Dang it. You got it. <laughs> yeah. The the dump. The dumper. Yeah. <laughs> the dump. Dump. Yeah. Right. No. It's it's the underbelly where all the bilge water goes. That's that's where they get to to stay. She'll she'll take you aside and be like Captain Cassius. Uh, it may seem a bit unorthodox, but I have a. Uh, a method of interrogation um, it, it might work if you'll allow me to proceed unless you have a plan nah, whatever method you have go for it because if it doesn't work my method won't leave much left she goes back over and opens up the the door to the bilges kind of leaves it open for a little while and does like a, a walk a wide walk along the deck Kind of putting a lot of emphasis on her boot falls, um, so you could you could see her from from above through the cracks, perhaps. But kind of like sucks in air through her teeth and comes over after a while to to the hole and says, uh, "Why, why, listen, gentlemen, you likely know who I am, but if not, the name is Tessa Fairwind, and I've had a long day, so I'll make this short. We don't need both of you, and it's." quite a liability to leave both of you alive. There's the likelihood of one of you turning on the other when when that happens, so you can work it out amongst yourselves over the, the next few hours and we'll talk more in the morning. One of you is going to get a nice breakfast. 
some crisp veggies, fresh eggs, some rashers, coffee. And the other one of you is going to get strung up from the main mast, be served as breakfast for the crows. The choice is yours. If, if neither of you talk, then both of you will hang. Either way, I'll have something to watch as your, your feet dance and I dine in my cabin. Have a good night down there, everyone. Uh, she kind of closes the hatch up and gives you a, a nod of approval and say, shall, shall we retire to the top deck? After you, lady. She's willing to talk to to all of you if you don't want to go up there, but she addresses Cassius first and says, well, I'm, I'm sorry that the spot of work that you all did for me, Captain Cassius. I'm I'm worried that that might have ruined your party here. You you might have made some enemies in in this spy neck work we we've, we've tried to dismantle and it's possible they painted this bounty on your heads, the heads of your crew and they're making it personal. And for that I apologize. Uh, I don't understand how though. It, it seemed like you had covered your tracks quite well in Port Peril. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It worries me that Perhaps there is someone who is closer to me that I should not be trusting. Like you said, we covered our tracks well. It makes little sense that they found us. What about the rest of you? Any ideas of, of what has happened here? It's probably dad murdering Jim, if I had to guess. You think you've got a, a leak on your ship? Is there someone here you can't trust? No, we take care of the ship very well. I'm, I'm talking the figurative sense, of course. <laughs> is, there, is there someone with allegiances outside of... Your captain? Oh. Like I said, I, I did my research on your vessel, and uh, none of your crew have anything bad to say about ye. Cassius, Ooh. I hope that you'll forgive me for even suggesting this, but do you think that your wife could be at fault? Cassius, you know, maybe thinks about it and says, I would not know what her motivation would be if it were, but I do have an idea. If we bring the crew out in full on the deck, and we make a gruesome sight, an example of one of these men. I might be able to spot one that looks down a little more than they should. I might be able to read the crew a bit, see if there's someone who reacts in a way that the others do not. If there were someone who was feeding information and they saw the lengths we were willing to go to punish those, I doubt they'd be able to keep a poker face good enough to fool me. And if it's true what Lady Fairwind says, that it's not that our crew is to be trusted and... The rat is not a part of the crew. What then? Then it could just mean that the eyes and ears of this spy network are a lot more advanced than we've initially thought. Well. I will have no leads at that point, though. Regardless, we're not waiting until the morning to deal with this. This will end tonight, Cassius. Just going to give them a few more minutes. She pours herself perhaps some some rum from a container on the, the deck here, making... Sure, it is not the <laughs> the same rum that was served at the dinner. Has, has a little sip, and about five minutes later, a lithe elf appears out of thin air next to you all, wearing a, a wet leather suit of, of armor and armed with more daggers and throwing knives than you thought possible. I punched she, them in reaction. <laughs> ah! <laughs> she, she jumps out of the way. She's that good. Oh. L Lady Fairwind, I heard all that I needed. The smuggler knows nothing, and I think the eel will be willing, perhaps, to give up his benefactor. G good work. Have them brought on the deck, Pelota. As they are both brought up in the, under the, uh, maybe, I don't know, like 5 a.m. at this point. I don't know. It's probably pretty, pretty late. Maybe not 5 a.m., but like closer to, to 1 or so. Under the stars here, 
Fargo is, is uh, veteran is just blubbering, just like, oh, any fair to my, my fair lady. I, I'll tell you what you need to know. I've, I've had dealings with the Chelish. I'll, I'll tell you about the rum these these pirates clipped. It, it was Aranex Endymion's private stash. And I normally run things to and from Aranex, uh, who's not quite cut off from his formal naval buddies as he might think. Uh, uh, he's no angel, he ain't. But uh, yeah, I got a tip. I got a tip from this one here that uh, he was using another ship for his private reserve. So so I took it. I made it my own arrangements to sell it in the inner sea. <laughs> you got to listen to me. I'm I'm an invaluable asset to you all. Please, please. I think uh, Hanta will kind of sidle up a little bit behind Cassius and clear his throat. Are you sick? <laughs> I, I've had enough thrown up for a night, Hanta. <laughs> Captain, I disagree strongly with the notion of executing prisoners. You have a soft spot for the enemy, then? It's not that. It's personal. The the eel says, you know, oh, quit your blubbering, rat. Uh, no one likes a man who begs for his life. Now me, I'm willing to barter for it forthwith. Uh, Lady Fairwind, Captain Cassius, it's me that you want. I'm responsible for all your woes of late. And I was paid a pretty penny for my work. And I'd be willing to tell you the culprit behind all this. And better yet, if you've got the coin, I'm more than willing to go to work against them for you. That is, if you're willing to to give me your word that my neck will be safe come morning. Lady Fairwind's like, Cassius, uh, we, we're on your ship, so I'll leave it to you. Uh, are you feeling generous enough? Care to, to make a deal? Yeah, Cassius looks out across, you know, maybe the burnt ships, and he says, I could have one of my crew members tell you the exact number of coin it'll cost to remake these ships, repair me dock, but Eel, I hope you are very aware that there is no coin on this earth that could be counted for the standing that I lost because of your actions. So, your information better be worth more than can be weighed in coin, or else your neck will be served into the creatures of this bay, and I will slice the steaks myself. <laughs> Eel steaks don't sound very good, actually. I'm sure you've got bigger fish you can fry. Cassius? I, I disagree. Hold on to Eel's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, th- this is a world where people think lobsters gross sea bugs and not delicious so maybe yields <laughs> not too far off they used to serve it to prisoners here in, in New England <laughs> it was prisoner food to be fair they were still alive when they served yeah. it to them <laughs> and I'm sure there wasn't garlic butter back then right they didn't get garlic butter yeah no they just had uh, or biscuits. compound green <laughs> uh, delicious spread I did um, not mean to roll occultism by the way that was a misclick <laughs> <laughs> Roll cultism on biscuits. The eel says, uh, it's not just the information that I have. Uh, I, I, I might have something also belonging to a friend of yours, Candoso. She seemed rather bothered when I had her act against your interests. You bastard. Give it back. I'm more than willing to tell you where I've got it hidden once more in return for my life. And uh, besides an information, Captain... I've got a story to tell, if you're willing to hear it. Maybe not in front of the rest of your crew, though. Is there some place we can talk in private? I want it so badly to just be Mary Had a Little Lamb. 
Uh, like some kind of thieve can't. No, 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 not even. He's just like, I really badly want to tell you this story. It's just about Mary had a little lamb. (laughs) You would say her fleece. It was white. It's white as seafood, I tell you. (laughs) They don't have snow in the shackles here. Fine, Eel. I'll listen to your tale. Okay, let's go. in In my cabin. He's already walking over there. <laughs> I don't know if he's like tied up, but he's like, do, do, do. <laughs> As you get inside, Tessafira won't come in. Uh, do you want to bring in Fargo Veterant? He's still no. crying. No, I'm going to tell, uh, I'm going to tell the crew to practice their, practice their reefing knots using Fargo. <laughs> okay. As you get inside, the eel will reveal a sea cave, not, but whose entrance is, not very far at all from the the docks itself. Not far from the far to Olivier, where uh, he he set up a little base camp, and uh, explains that's where he's he's kept the shawl. But he continues on and says, uh, "Let me tell you a story, Captain Cassius. The rest of you, and you can stop me if you've heard this one. But uh, there once was a gentleman who was minding his business in Port Peril, maybe a little." dirt beneath his fingers, but not a bad sailor, not a bad man by any stretch. Well, he went for a drink in a in a bar, and when he woke up, he was press-ganged into servitude on a pirate vessel. There were daily whippings, at least once per month. They keel-hauled whoever had stepped out of line the most. The first mate was a real terror to behold, but he was put in place by the saltiest sea dog to ever raise a sail on these shackled seas. Eventually, this gentleman was able to escape, but this pirate was always breathing down his neck, threatening to, to take him back. And I, I ask you now, do you, do you know who I'm talking about, Cassius? Your flair for not using names leads me to think that you're talking about Plug and the Wormwood. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who that gentleman of Port Peril was? I can't say drink has been kind to my memory, so I'm going to say no. Well, the story might sound familiar to you all, but uh, I was actually talking about myself. For it was five years back, I was taken aboard a vessel called the Wormwood, and I barely made it out alive. Uh, when my former captain caught up to me with a job, one promising a steep payout, enough to buy my own ship sail north for the inner sea like I've always wanted. I jumped at the offer, especially if I meant uh, if it meant I could get out of the shackles fast. You see, my former employer seemed like he was getting ready to go to war. In, in case you've not gathered the plot, ma'am, calls over to Tessa, oh, the man who hired me to try and wreck their chances on the council was none other than Captain Barnabas Harrigan. Yeah. He's, he spits on your your, your ready room table. <laughs> That's my uh, table. No. Th- that nasty louse nearly killed me. He threatened to finish the job if I didn't do to you all what I've done to you all tonight. And if you indeed are able to make it out of here alive, then he'll likely not be very happy with it. Tessa Fairwind kind of shoots you all a knowing look from across the room. Maybe concern flashing across her face. <laughs> Heckin' Barnabas. <laughs> was, was, this not, was this not just Cassius and, and Tessa? Were we all here? Yeah, you guys can be there. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, she she hired you all for this kind of spy honest, network work. So as officers, you're, you're all in, involved. To be honest, when I thought we were having to deal with some Cheliac spy ring, I was a little thrown off. But now that I know it is my good friend, Mr. Harrigan. <laughs> ah, it makes me feel better. It makes me feel good knowing that he's still bitter over losing to us in the regatta. <laughs> the man always did have a flair for playing dirty. Something I can appreciate in a pirate. Cruelty aside, however. Tessa's like, Harrigan's lost several times in the regatta. This seems more personal. I heard Not- that he he showed up to your your regatta win party. I, I thought yes. maybe you all had buried the hatchet. What What was said then? I did try to bury the hatchet. Indeed. You see, Barnabas... back? (laughs) (laughs) No. no. Barnabas offered quite a lot of gold and quite a lot of sway in exchange for the rights to this island. He was extremely desperate for it. I even told him I would make a deal with him with a little bit of caveats to the initial deal he made to me, but he refused him. So I ended up not accepting his offer of what she was quite upset over. I expected some form of retaliation from him, but I must admit, even this seems a bit extreme for the likes of Harrigan. He must oh. be in quite a corner. Fair, Fairwind turns to the eel and is like, this poison that you use, how did you come about it? How did it work? You you knew a little something about it, Candoso, because you think identified it, right? What was it? Cap something? Death cap powder. Death cap. Right, right, right. Yeah. And he confirms he's like, oh, oh, the the death cap, yes. I had to purchase just about every mushroom in in full or powdered form from here to Cheliax for this operation. It cost about an entire hole's worth of cargo, but Harrigan had the coin to spare and then some for a bit of revenge, I suppose. Indeed, he did mention something about the regatta this year, but I didn't think he would take it so personally. He he must have a very grand plan, or perhaps even a plan with Cheliax to be this to be this upset, to be this ambitious over a strategic location such as itself. Yes, this is this is also a great deal of resources to put to a goof. Well. We were- we he, he had the, the coin, but the plan was all mine, the eel says. Still very proud of what he's done. Yeah, we sailed. Saying, it's, it's a lot of cash to fork over for uh, yeah. this must have been an exorbitant right. sum. We uh, sailed I mean, with Harrigan, and we, I think for the most part, had a good idea of his income from just pirating and trading. It, does, it doesn't seem like what we were doing could warrant such a, such a vast sum. Yeah, he was he was hitting like level one soldiers on ships. It was just like you know they didn't have anything on him. Well, he's he's grown a bit since I think you all left his service. He had quite a, a a mean number of ships under his command when when we met up. The poison he helped me purchase through through some friends in Port Peril. But uh, like I said, it was my plan to to doctor up the the liquor to make it look like it was from Aranax's private reserves and. I sold some song to Fargo and let loose some information to your friend Merrill Pegsworthy to help you take the bait on the drink. And uh, I was pretty pretty sure you all would be doing some kind of poison tasting, so I 
made it an unreactive poison until it was activated with something I laced in your food supplies with my trained diseased rats. You see, I'm very good at what I do. So what I'm trying to say is if you all have a job for me, well, my deal with Harrigan is off and uh, he might be one to hold a grudge, but I certainly do not. I didn't complete my mission, so he probably wants to kill me anyway. So you're trying to tell us that you're somebody who's willing to go through a very long con to complete your job, and now you're offering to work for us. I want to get out of the shackles. I don't know if you can tell which way the wind's turning, but things are going to get bad here before they ever get better. There's there's much smoother sailing on the inner sea, and I've got big plans for Cortos Island. Are we heading outside of the shackles, Captain? I yeah, doubt it. Not anytime soon. <laughs> Cortos Island. What business could you possibly have there? Why, well, I'm going to be the the god of thieving once I uh, steal the star stone for myself. Well, I certainly wish you good luck in that endeavor. Thank you. <laughs> as far as wanting to hire you or give you a job, I appreciate the offer, but we can take you to where you can get a boat and you can leave the shackles if you wish. My grudge with Barnabas is personal. It is something that I do not want to use a proxy in between. Hmm. When we best him, it will be it'll be my doing. You, you can have the, the eel leave, and Tessa says, you know, say you what you will about him, but he d- certainly has a vision for royally messing up your party. But if, if you don't have a, a reason to hire his services... I could probably use him as a, an ally in my anti-spy network. There, there is an old expression in Port Peril, an adage, you know, keep your friends close, but your venomous, villainous, poisonous enemies closer. <laughs> I understand. Men like men like that, I'd rather send to the other side of the world myself. So if you have a use for him, feel free. Listen, I, I know things have gone pretty rotten here at the end, but... I'll talk to your your three delegates and see what can be done. But think about it this way. If if everything had gone perfectly tonight, they would not remember this ten years from now. As it stands, this is at least going to be a story that they'll tell, for better or for worse. She gives you a clap on the back, all of you, as she heads back to her ship, which did not get torched. She, she's sitting pretty. It must <laughs> she, be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I mean your ship didn't get either. Are they? Are they gonna tell? Are they Must gonna tell nice. the story? Like, like, man, I had the chowder. I was throwing up like probably for, like, hours. It's kind of a humiliating story, right? And then they it's their, not a their ships yeah. blew up. Like, they, they, that's they're not definitely gonna talk about prideful. how you guys beat the. Ah, let me tell you about the time I blew chunks and then my ship exploded. Oh, what a beat tale. up uh, Avamar Soren Ash. <laughs> that'll be that'll be bandied about at the very least. It might leave out the blowing chunks, but <laughs> yeah, Candoso, uh, you want to get a, a night's rest before you head out to potentially go find the shawl? Oh, one last, oh, uh, one oh, last uh, verdict. Uh, it. I was originally going to see. Is it Fargo? Vargo? Vitrin. And yes, Vitrin. I was originally going to see Vitrand peeled across the bottom of the Tidebreaker until there was nothing but bones left. However, I've had a request from an officer to spare his life. Something that makes my spine ache. But I would like Bartleby to tally up 
the total cost of the rum, which was poisoned. He can work off that cost and then go along his merry way. I, I don't think... I, I mean, he didn't have anything to do with the poisoning. Oh, well, that's too bad, anyway. mate. <laughs> it's either death or the unfair ruling I give out as captain. So if you'd like to are, offer are he, the death are you, version... Are you pinning it on him? Is he responsible when, now? When, yeah, Pretty when much. It, when, we, <laughs> when you think about it, we took his ship, that he his took. supplies, that, and then yep. we imprisoned him. And, yep. And now we're going to make him work off. Yep. Hey, life's not fair, but uh, you know he's the he's the he's the idiot who delivered the poison. Uh, you know, I I'm mean, literally was, shooting the delivery man. He was part of this spy network, though, right? We yeah. established that, yeah. so he's not completely uh, not at fault, right? I, I don't think he's a large part of the network. No. I mean, he's he a might, small he, part. He's, he's just <laughs> a, he's just a, yeah, he's a runner. He might he have work off. Yeah, drop some messages off. So, I mean, well, I think for the eel, we should give him a rowboat. <laughs> Say, uh, look, Absalom's that way. Good luck. We got you. Got your <laughs> he, boat. He can go on. He it's about go four thousand miles that way. <laughs> Make sure to go to give the the giant hurricane a wide berth when you when you <laughs> sail north. Right. In. But hey, if he made it, that'd be a heck of a story. I'd tell that one. <laughs> Chipper, do you want to uh, wait until morning to go to go uh, get the no, shawl? I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go right now. The uh, I'm, I'm an idiot. I forgot I have that I have Phantom Steed up, so I could have uh, <laughs> just water walked across the yeah, I could just, the yeah, bay. Just, yeah, 80 foot water walk just <laughs> <laughs> just on, on a fancy ghost horse. Uh, oh well, anyway, I get on my ghost horse and I ride. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your ghost horse? <laughs> uh, storm horse. Storm horse! <laughs> no! Your horse. Your horse's name has horse in the name. <laughs> I, I, I want to I point out... Lightning that, horse! That reminds oh. me, G.I. Joe. You guys know the ninja Storm Shadow from G.I. Joe? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I assume you're not lying to me, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> he, had, he had a motorcycle named Arashikage. Mm-hmm. Is that... Stand for storm cycle, storm shadow. Yeah. <laughs> his bike was just his name, but in Japanese, his bike should have been storm cycle. <laughs> yeah, so it's it is an underground or underwater cave that you'll have to swim through. Do you have any more transformations left? Oh yeah, shark doso form. Go, bloop. Bye, storm horse. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, wait for me, storm horse. I don't, I don't know, and I don't want to look up if you can swim. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, so I'll just, uh, I'll uh, dip down in the water. If it's, if it's a little tight, I might go animal form. Uh, yeah, be a smaller shark. Yes, it might take a little bit, uh, like a minute or so of exploring this this underground cave but uh you, you see maybe some markings where it looks like someone's been through recently and perhaps mark the path i'm taking you to another map one that we've seen before here but perhaps the side we haven't seen as this seems to go underneath far to olivier <gasps> indeed it was right under our noses the whole time Oop. yes indeed it goes to what looks like some ancient-looking Cyclopean architecture. It opens up into a room with a large statue of a a Cyclops, several columns. It looks like 
it was part of a much larger, perhaps, proscenium or amphitheater of some sort. Hmm. There, there are some steps leading up to a larger level, but in this room, there are what look like some some driftwood kind of piled up and a makeshift kind of workshop of beakers and decanters and things like that, a small alchemist laboratory, mm-hmm. as well as some uh, some fine powdery death cap powder, which you guys can, can repurpose and resell here. In addition to that, uh, you find perhaps wrapped around a s- small piece of driftwood, the shawl that you've seen draped around, but not really worn very tightly by Safina several times. In addition to that, uh, on the western wall here, a pair of double doors leading perhaps further in underneath Fart Olivier. I want to go peek peek through the the doors. Uh, Further further adventures still as you look inside a couple double doors. There's stairs leading up to what feels like indeed the, the layer beneath the, the giant's tower. Mm. The inside is a, a large room. Looks very similar. So you see a, another set of the the teleportation runes that were mm. in the. the oh, we could have found this oh so long ago. <laughs> that and in Sumitha. Once again, something you can get running and can have have a, a one way ticket to Sumitha right under part Olivier if you want to have better a one way it doesn't go back and forth I think not. that's a dumb teleportation well we there's can, like, another them, like stuff. there's one in the north or in the tower itself and I'm pretty sure that's a one's one way and one's like receiver. oh okay 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 I think this, this one way is... you never have to walk upstairs you see <laughs> yeah. I think this one is <laughs> the one now you probably have to walk up one set of stairs but Yes, this okay. this is indeed right underneath the the tower and the fort. Do, do you want to go return this to Safina immediately, or? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the the wrap and then I'll salvage anything of of value and then wrap it in uh, some waterproof leathers or something, and then I break all of his other stuff. I break all of his glass. <laughs> I'm like nerd, nerd, stupid chemists, nerd. Wow. <laughs> No one should be doing science in a cave. Uh, I hate bombs. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> right, exactly. Turn it out. Yeah, knock it off. Who are you? Who do you think you are, Eel yeah. Batman? Yeah, this was the origin story for Eel Man. <laughs> right, exactly. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bat Eel. Bat Eel. <laughs> right, right. This, this is the Eel Cave, and um, I'm wrecking it. <laughs> wrecking it like the uh, like Jim Carrey and Batman Forever. Anyway, all right. all right. Good callback. Good callback. Wow. As uh, he was the best part of that movie. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was he was the best again. Joker up until that point. That's not a, he was the he was Riddler. Riddler, I think. Yeah, uh, he, he was the Joker. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> his character was pretty, pretty hilarious. Um, and Eel Man just sounds like a hero that has no gas. <laughs> you get like three issues out of that one it's like i just finished watching the boys and oh boy eel man would be a lot like the deep just like completely useless (laughs) (laughs) like gets gets like reassigned to ohio (laughs) oh that show so so bad so good i love it um 
Uh, um, as yeah. as you get back to Safina's grotto, you hear a mournful, heartbroken sobbing coming from from her pool. As as you find her, not camouflaged, just kind of like openly weeping into into her pond. Looks very much like a uh, a, a baroque painting where she's like lying back with like a hand yeah. over her face, just. Like a like a like a chase lounge made of moss that she's lying on. Yeah, she's she's looking very forlorn. She's looking like she's regretting regretting her decisions. Well, like one of those paintings. I forget what the name of the artist is. You can always tell it's one of his his pieces, though. If there's somebody who's just like looking sad and up, like it's just <laughs> like it's just, everybody's always sad at the sky with this guy. Yeah, Edward Hopper. No. Mm-hmm. No, no, this is a this is a this is an old. Painter. Thinking, yeah, he's thinking like seventeenth oh. century. I'll look it style. up. Yeah, she she maybe lets out a "woe is me" <laughs> just oh. to to the universe. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> she I, seems I, like that kind of melodrama. I like yeah, it. I, I, I relieve her of her embarrassment by uh, pretending that I didn't hear it and then making big like stomping noises as oh, I'm coming what? up. <laughs> no, no, Candoso. Do not look at me. I, I do not deserve your gaze. Fina. Oh. I was pretty busted what you did back there. It was the most busted I've ever been. <laughs> I don't know your pirate lingo, but I have busted thy thy chops. <laughs> you, 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 you goofed us good there, Safina. You really uh really made a mess of made really made a mess of this uh this event. I'm I do not know what the I don't know what the her lords are gonna think about this one. Might take us a while to dig us out of this hole. Oh but my! And you've I, been nothing but kind to me these these last few months. Yeah, you've, it was pretty pretty brutal, pretty brutal, Safina. How about that? How about this? How about you stick that water elemental on us too? What a jerk move! Was that I did it one? twice. I did it the first time we met as well. <laughs> hey, I didn't. I do it again. I thought you had something else up your sleeve. I'm kind of. He's kind of my good friend, and he'll he'll just do that when I ask him to. You, you've delighted me with your magics and your conversation and your big muscles. and Especially the big muscles. I, I don't deserve your forgiveness. I don't deserve your kindness. Can do so. Well, at a minimum, you do deserve this. And I pull out the wrap and I, and I hand it to her. No, I cannot accept it back for were I to take it back under these circumstances each time i were to touch it against my skin i'll feel your hands upon me and each time it were to provide comfort to me it would only make me think of of what i've done i i traded that for a piece of of mind just for a chance to get it back and i i didn't care at the time that it might hurt you i i i will only trade you for it back trade it for a promise kendo so what what promise do you Wait, wait, you want me to give the promise? I'll promise you that. You're going to promise me? Okay, got it. That, that makes more sense. <laughs> I, I was going to say, because like, if I was going to promise, but I would just, maybe I just keep it, and then you could... It's a, it's a promise that I'll make to you yourself and, and myself, that I would rather die than do such a thing like that ever again. If if you return my heart, I'll trade you. I'll trade you my heart for it. I'll, I'll devote myself to you, to make it up to you. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. I'll wear, wear clothing if that is what your people <laughs> ask of me, to signify that my love for you is is more than just desire. I, Safina, I appreciate this very much. Are are you able? Wait, 
TV timeout. Is she <laughs> able to leave this place? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But like, I, I guess I just sort of assumed there had to be, there was some like, you have to return every like fortnight or something, or I don't know, you turn into yeah. a werewolf or something like that. I don't know. I think she's, I mean, magically speaking, if we were in fairy tale kind of terms, she's investing. She's already invested some magics in you. She seems to be willing to, to give up more of her kind of wild fey aspects to potentially spend more time with you. Oh my gosh. That's a, that's a big deal. I said, the Safina, I, I don't know what to say. That's, um, you don't, you don't need to answer right away. I just know that I have a lot of my life to, to make it up to you. Perhaps I, in that time, I promise I will take no other being and, and take pleasure in, in no other voice, but your own. And perhaps then I can suffice to begin to make amends in that time. Well, all right. All right. Good talk. Uh, Candoso gets a text message from Cassius that says, I, I, I'm changing the, I'm changing the rules of the ship to be men only. Hope that, <laughs> hope that works out for you. <laughs> See Clothing you no longer optional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Full suit and tie. <laughs> Full suit and tie, baby. <laughs> you heard the boys. Rebecca, you're out. Yeah, yep. apparently. Work from yep. home is over. Uh, Alaris, and then, Alaris wants so then you get another anyway. text message. And you get another text message after it says, although I'm making an exception for Sharga because I am not I don't have I don't have the the, the huevos to tell her well, no. Sharga's cool. <laughs> Sharga's one of the boys. Hey. The huevos? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eggs. 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 He's got the eggs. Eggs. Uh, yes, it's a euphemism for balls. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> we. Uh, oh, thank you, Tyler. We, we're not going to to role play uh, any any makeup action that you yeah, get here. No, Patrick. Robert. Fantasy just, smooch me. Just text me <laughs> later, and we'll uh, we'll do we'll do a little off air role play. Role play. Role play. Role play. No, but as you're leaving the pool. I don't know, 10 minutes, an hour, two hours later. I don't know. I don't, I don't control your life. Five uh, minutes, baby. That's all I need. <laughs> as, you're, as you're leaving the grotto, you find Mace Daramar kind of spear hunting in the shoals about a mile from, from the grotto. And he's got a, a small he's, basket. He's hunting my phantom steed. He's <laughs> <laughs> dragging a dead ghost. This is what you get for getting my ship burned. Not Storm uh, Horse. No, He's got a small basket. He's just kind of enjoying himself in the, the crystal clear waters of the bay here and says, uh, you, Greetings, you, Dace. You've, you've had quite a night, it sounds like. You are telling me. Rest up. We we have much to talk about in the morning. Um, very well. Dace, I am. I, I, don't, I didn't say this earlier, and I'm sorry about your ship. It can be repaired. That's yeah. I, I wasn't sure if these were like if these were like holes in the hull that was like just like all the ships were at the bottom of the <laughs> at the, the bottom of the harbor now. No, but it is it is a you know a lot of gold and repairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Some, we'll, mo- we'll, most of these folks took brought more than one ship, so it's not like they're stranded here or anything. But yeah, well, we'll 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 make sure that we make this right and get you get you back b- back into action quickly as possible. Right, so call me it. Rickety Lake. This is Rickety's Lake. <laughs> oh, you guys wanted to bring uh, Rickety Hake <laughs> up here and, and make like I a did new, all, yeah, I did. Like the opposite side of the shackles. This would be like the 
the the new location <laughs> he's gonna the franchise new, yeah <laughs> right so it, it's time for a reckoning i told you guys that there was indeed a respect meter for this entire ap oh, yeah. volume oh, which I, I i love when there's like degrees of success in like how you did the entire book they did that a lot in first edition i don't feel like it has happened nearly as much in in second it's like d- d- does your army win the war well let's go to the numbers <laughs> they had it in um they had it in that oh shoot what was the uh dawn of flame oh right 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 yeah uh in starfinder they had it yeah yeah maybe there's another ap in starfinder that does something similar Actually, oh, spoilers, maybe Horizons of the Vast, I forget. <laughs> but uh, I, I like these. I don't think I liked this when it first came up, but you guys gather in the morning. Perhaps the pirate delegates let you know that they've they've come to their, their verdict, as uh, perhaps you can meet on the, the tidebreaker in, in your captain's ready room and indeed have that breakfast that Tessa Fairwind promised. People look like they, they didn't get a ton ton of sleep perhaps sporting indeed some some hangovers but after you guys get a a good breakfast uh pretty awkward i mind you not a lot of people talking here the the three delegates begin begin to chat you up cerise bloodmourne saying uh well you all have have thrown a party that indeed we might not forget for some time from the entertainment to the food oh excuse me Oh, boy. That's, so good you enjoyed it twice. That's nasty. But also, you've turned this isle, uh, indeed, into a bastion for, for pirates for years to come, dealing with the inhabitants, and they tell me you killed a giant octopus resting in the harbor when you came here, and one of your crew bested a black dragon as well. Those are, are fairly mighty deeds. Miss Delcarin, I I was also very impressed with your skill with the blade, as well as your courtly graces i i didn't know uh if i didn't know any better um i would have thought that you were a generation of pirate royalty perhaps once removed i have a lot of respect for you as well cerise it's been a wonderful time getting to know you and spend time with you and i hope to see you again very soon Honto and candoso tried to to strong arm me in our duel but you did not put your blade down and you stuck in it to the end. I was impressed by all your your actions, willing to take me on. Avamar Sornash gets up and talks and says, Well, I'm not happy, <laughs> but you guys have what I like to call a hunter's spirit to you. You stood up to me on my own aisle, brazenly fighting me in my <clears throat> burst state, but you also seem like you have what it takes to defend this isle you're right here out on the edge of the shackles one of the furthest islands so it's an important piece and it's one that's not been tamed in forever honto you're as much as i hate to admit it uh pretty impressive with your fighting styles people on allo are still talking about how you rode that lizard the lizard that rode a great lizard they say and while my Hunger for revenge may still itch at me. Reluctantly must agree that I had a pretty good time last night. <laughs> I didn't get sick, so. <laughs> but I imagine you have the materials and gold it'll take to repair my vessel forthwith. Immediately. You turned into a wolf. 
and hurt people. I am told that I was also drugged by a friend of yours. <laughs> uh, I think at this point, Hanto's lost the plot in terms of who did the poisoning. <laughs> right. There was more right? than one poisoning. Right. Yeah, there was like, there was a lot of there was a lot of poisoning happen. I'm like, look, look. He, uh, he, he basically poison, was roofied as well. Wasn't that poisoned the the eel guy? Mace Dermar says, uh, you all certainly have helped bring I this isle into balance. Uh, Gandoso, I, I spoke to Safina after you left, and she counts you more than a friend and, and has, has spoke a great deal of your actions here. She explains that you have allowed the Cyclops to stay and even brokered deals with some of them, as well as allowed... The terrible lizards to remain on the isle's interiors, making peace with many of the things that have tried to kill you here. And still, you've strived to, to better understand your role in this isle, which I will say is commendable. Tessa kind of gets up and's like, "All that being said, loves, we got violently ill last night, and were it not for some magical healing, we we might have bit the big one. Ships were torched and." I mean, I'll, I'll say it even though these three might be too polite to, but the food wasn't that great. It, it tasted rather bland, but it, it could be that we were just tasting it twice. Once on the way up, once on the way down. But that being said, that rum maybe was worth getting sick over. My compliments to wherever it came from, but still, Captain Cassius, you have to understand that these these parties, this is more than just a formality. The, the council can only admit one who's really capable of going the distance. Do you understand? Aye, I understand. Council members have to vote on matters that are going to keep the free flags of the shackles flying in the face of every other nation on Earth that wants to see those same flags burnt to the ground. And we exist out here because we fought for every square mile of island and every scrap, every inch of sail that we can muster to keep on sailing. So it's with heavy hearts that the three of your council judges here have, have given me their verdict, Cassius, to give to you. And I regret to inform you, I, I regret to inform you that we won't be able to give you a seat on the council. We're giving all four of you seats on the council. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we got you there. Look at his face. Oh, Evan, my, Evan Mars, like, <laughs> they look very sad. <laughs> There's some... Hanto looks sadder. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, the, like the news that, that Cassius didn't make it onto the council like, didn't eh. really seem to affect him very much. But you might you might have felt a little bad for him, but like a little, yeah, a little bit. A like little. it was like, oh, that's something that a friend of mine wanted. But right. when he's being told that he's a member of this pirate council, he he immediately <laughs> his face sours like right away. Yeah, <laughs> I hand him a handkerchief. It's it's non-negotiable. I was a little confused by this because I don't know if this happened when we played through it in first edition, but doing the math here, just eking it out, there are four possible outcomes to this book. Uh, if you get less than zero points in the respect tally at the end of the book, it's disastrous. You can retain possession of the Isle of Empty Eyes, but you do not get an invite to join the council. One to five respect is a mild success. They give you a provisional seat, so I guess non-voting. Mm -hmm. Six to 14 respect points, and they give you a, a seat on the council. And above that, 
is a great success. Word spreads of the PC's legendary dinner party and impressive accomplishments, and each of the PCs gets his or own her seat on the Pirate Council. The PC's reputation starts to attract many an eye from across the independent free captains of the shackles. I don't know. Do you guys care about the, the actual numbers? Because... I mean, I'm curious. I'm very curious because it seemed like we really goofed it up there at the end. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, two two respect points for putting Bikindi's spirit to rest, the giant octopus, two for each of these, the, defeating the Cyclopses, hiring Odessa's courtesans, getting the, the, the rum from the Jester's Grin, impressing Avamar Sorinash with the fort's defenses, introducing Mace Daramar to Safina, Impressing Cerise Bloodmourne. We're up to like 16 points, like right there. And oh, you, you did contain the kitchen rat infestation, so you don't get a negative there. <laughs> Every pirate lord who endures food poisoning is a minus point. And if oh, if you kill Avamar Sorenash, that's an option. You get minus three points, so keeping him alive was good. And yeah, you get minus one point for each pirate ship that catches on fire, but. That's not that many. You get plus one respect point for each point of plunder that you spent on the forts, harbor, or the feast. <laughs> so t- Tyler really put you guys over with that. Oh, yeah, Tyler uh, spent a I, lot. Of I, hey, I did not know that, but hey, a thousand gold will get you somewhere. <laughs> and if you if you only spend the minimum or less than the minimum, you get points deducted. So uh, I think I had your final score at like sixteen when I did the math on this. So just oh, right on enough. To get everyone a a seat on the council. Oh boy! I like to I like to imagine that as you're reading this off, like it's like a video game results screen that shows like all of our characters in a, <laughs> beep, 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 in beep, a pose, beep, beep. and it's like it's like yeah, it's like tallying up all the points and stuff. Like <laughs> you see meters filling up. Book five <laughs> is is all council meetings. It's all judicial. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh uh, no! Votes and yeah, there's a whole mini game for. Oh, for, is this, uh, is, is book Robert's five the rules attack of, of the clones of this adventure path? Yeah, there's like a bunch of procedural like yeah. votes that we have to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so, so this is how pirate democracy dies <laughs> with a whole bunch of drinking. <laughs> a bunch of shot for no. shot conversations. Yeah. People walking down a hall. Someone leans against something and uh, talking we, about votes. I can't we, wait to write a letter to Uncle Olivier. He's going to be so proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I, th- I thought maybe like the great success was like, hey, you get two seats on the council, but it's not just for captains. There's about 30 seats in total on the council. And I think some of them are, you know, officers and things like that of some of the the higher up captains. So, hey, Rebecca, how do you get a uh, how do you get a message to to a ghost? <laughs> well, he's not a ghost anymore, but scream mail. Oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, I, I, he's not uh, a ghost anymore. You can just send him a red, regular letter. <laughs> and beyond that, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of robbing you guys of a little bit of character agency here. But you're also no longer level twelve. I think I said that oh. like for one night. We're going straight to thirteen because Wee-ya! I could I could do what I want. <laughs> Probably should have done it like at the. Very middle of this. Book. Patrick is essentially like I had you guys two levels under leveled for way too long. <laughs> Oops. You know what? You know what, Tyler? Uh, I had a good time at least <laughs> while you're under leveled. But uh, no, no. I mean, I'm I'm 
homebrew in just about everything because I think you're like level 10 at this point in the first edition AP, which goes right. to 14. So yeah. uh, we're, we're way ahead of the curve there. But yeah, that's that's going to do it for book four, The Isle of Empty Eyes. A uh, lot going into this book. Maybe didn't need more added to it, but I've already started prepping for, for book five. And maybe you guys don't know what it's called. Do you want to hear the title of book five? Sure. Yes. Maybe maybe a little portend of what is to come. Book five is called The Price the of... The Mainland of Full <laughs> Eyes. <laughs> oh, goodness. No, book five is The Price of Infamy. Oh, that's uh, that's a lot cooler. Yeah. And there will be so little landlubbing. There's going to be nothing but sailing. We're just, I hope you guys have read through the sailing rules and swimming rules and water rules. We'll do nothing but <laughs> watery adventures. That's going to do it for this week's episode, everybody. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Patrick. Well, thanks. So thank you for playing with me, everyone. Thank, thank you, you. And uh, Patreon Pirates, Freebie Captains, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for sticking around and in along book four. We, well, I mean, if you know Skull and Shackles, you know some crazy stuff is going to happen soon when we get back and also next week. Until then, uh, yar! Have a good yar! Yar! yar. yar.